Hey everyone, and welcome to Crimes, Cocktails, and BS, the podcast that serves up a tantalizing blend of true crime and pop culture. We are your hosts. I'm Alex, and joining me is my partner in crime, Kaiza. Hey, fellow crime addicts and reality TV junkies. Get ready for our podcast that combines the suspense of crime stories with the guilty pleasure of our favorite reality TV shows. We're here to spill the tea, mix up some cocktails, and dive deep into the shocking secrets behind the glitz and the glamour. Join us as we sip our concoctions and embark on a journey through the dark side of humanity. Cheers! <laughs> Cheers! Now, welcome to Kaiza's Cocktail Corner, where she's going to tell us all about the drink she made for today's podcast. Yes, what are you so drinking over there? This fabulous blue drink is called the Gilgo Breeze. It it's is a little so blue. bit vibrant. Yes. That is vodka, curacao, lime juice, pineapple juice, and a pineapple wedge. And for all those who are just listening and not watching, she has decorated it also with a bright <laughs> orange straw. So we're really <laughs> getting the just obnoxious oh, summer time. Obnoxious summer vibes <laughs> from that drink. Um, which is honestly the complete opposite of what we're going to be talking about today. Mm -hmm. So for all of our new listeners, and you all are new because this is our first episode ever, congratulations to us for finally doing it. Yay! Um, today's topics are going to be one true crime case, one reality TV show BS thing that we love. <laughs> and are obsessed with talking about and maybe you'll get some recommendations and just hearing us bullshit our way through this because what's life without some bullshit so should we just dive on in should we get into dive it? on into the darkness of the gilgo beach keller yes <laughs> sure. let's do it so a little background info for all of those who are not following and maybe have not turned on their tv or opened a laptop in three four weeks um Rex Hewerman of New York, the 57-year-old architect, has been charged with three out of four murders out of Gilgo Beach. Now, these series of killings have happened between 1996 and 2011, with now there being over two dozen victims being found, the majority of which were sex workers who advertised on Craigslist. Now, police are also investigating and opening up cold cases or unsolved murders in both Las Vegas and South Carolina, because it turns out our friend Rex here has land and homes in both locations. Mm -hmm. And so this case might sound a little familiar to you if you've watched any A&E specials, as this has been the storyline for many shows. Over a decade. Over a decade, yes. With the first one premiering in 2011 on A&E. There was an eight-episode miniseries as well in 2016 called The Killing Season. And probably most notable is the 2020 Netflix Lost Girls, which is based on Robert Kolker's book, Lost Girls, an Unsolved American Mystery. Great book. Great book. Recommend. Yeah, I need to read it now. Um, it's, it's wild knowing that he's allegedly been caught. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's just wild to know that this has been happening since 1996. Like, yeah, I remember hearing about it as a kid, too. Yeah, <laughs> it's I mean, crazy. I saw this article today that was saying we haven't seen a serial killer like this in decades. Yeah, and they're like, opening up cases in New Jersey as well. Mm -hmm. It's just 
there's there could be so many murders connected to this guy. Like it's, it's wild. Absolute insanity. And like the fact that this has been something that people have been talking about for decades as well. And I mean, and movies, the books, victims. like, yeah. yeah. And their families like the oh, so we want to cover the victims, first of all, mm-hmm. because their families have been suffering for over a decade, not knowing what happened. Mm-hmm. It's horrible. Um, the three women that Rex was charged with murdering were Melissa Bartholomew, Megan Waterman, and Amber Lynn Costello. And they're all in their 20s at the time that they were murdered. Um, they were all petite women who, like you said, advertised on Craigslist. Um, they Clarity's also between all of them. Oh, here you are. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh no, you you froze for a minute. We froze. Oh no. Um oh, no. they were all very similar. Yeah, they were petite women who advertised on Craigslist. They used burner phones to call um the people that they met up with as sex mm-hmm. workers. Um and it's actually nuts. The families of these victims were being called by Rex and harassed. He I didn't know that. Over the years spent yeah, he researched where they lived. He would drive by their homes, allegedly. He gave them phone calls and would describe how he killed them to no. the family members. Wild, wild stuff. So these people what have been abused go? for over a decade and had no way of, for some reason, figuring out who he was. Oh my God. So awful. Those poor families. So terrible. Um, And they found like, his Google searches showed he was stalking all of the family members of these women that he killed. So they may, I'm thinking they may find other victims that way Mm -hmm. if he was searching other family members. So yeah, I don't know. So messed up. So messed up. So many levels. And you mentioned burner phones, which is actually one of the ways that the Suffolk County DA DA rate, Tierney uh, said the cops were able to charge Rex with this mm-hmm. because they were able to track these burner phones. He was using false IDs. Um, he was continuing to patronize sex workers and he had permits for an astonishing 92 firearms, which is disgusting. Yeah. Myself. So the evidence that led up to his arrest, for some reason, over a decade, they weren't really, there's a lot of controversy over how they dealt with this um, investigation. At the beginning, the it was a different group of detectives, mm-hmm. um, and they seemed to sort of shrug it off because these women were sex workers. They blamed it on their their line of work and how dangerous it is and basically just said like you know which is they, so sad they died in because itself. they're sex workers yeah 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 because like just because they're sex workers doesn't mean they're not people exactly yeah, yeah. and like do what you gotta do um <laughs> but yes so now the dna technology has mm-hmm. gotten much better um the DNA that they found on the bodies was very, very degraded. Mm-hmm. So back, you know, in 2000s, even early 2000s, they were not able to um, match that with anything. Um, also, the databases have grown because of 
these ancestry DNA things. So that helped. Um, They also have technology to track the burner phones and where they were calling from and when they got phone calls and all the data there. So that was like a new thing that really led to the arrest. Um, And they also like all these podcasts, all Mm -hmm. these documentaries, like drew a lot of attention to this and why it wasn't solved. And that I think pushed these new detectives to like figure it out. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I wonder now how many cases will be either reopened or wild. Yeah. With all this new way of finding things. And I really find the burner phone one interesting and pretty fascinating because I mean, when, I mean, when I think of a burner phone, I'm always automatically think drug dealing, something bad's going down, you know, like, yeah, you throw it away after you you throw it away when you're done. Like no one's going to trace it back. Guess what? Not so great anymore. Mm -hmm. Like I, I'm so happy that technology exists now because maybe they'll be able to use it for other cases that they weren't able to track before. Yeah. It's crazy. I'm like, I, I didn't know they could do that, but, Mm -mm. um, they have That's evidence we're good people, that we're not, trying to, we're not like we're not, we're not, in, we're not really in, in the business of looking up burner phones i don't know about you but i'm just kidding <laughs> um but um yeah they have evidence that he called these women from their craigslist posts and there's evidence that the phone call came in like they talked right before mm-hmm. they disappeared so he was like the last person that they talked to. So it's very clear that he had some connection with this. Obviously. Yeah. It's not like he was just calling them to be like, Hey, how's your day? Want to be friends? <laughs> and then like, and it shows that they had talked several times mm-hmm. like before the last call where they disappeared. So who knows what okay. was happening there? Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. Who really creepy. Knows. Yeah. And like, Oh my God. I saw a TikTok where they think it was a recording of him and like talking to no a way. woman in his house or something. And he was like, we have to go, we have to go. Like you have to find that it's creepy if it is. Him. Yeah. That's. And there was a nine one one call from one of, they think from one of the victims mm-hmm. and she was like, I don't know where I am. This man took me somewhere. What? I don't know where I am. And she was like, help. He's doing something weird. Like help. And she didn't give enough like information for them right. to help her so they didn't send anyone anywhere she didn't know where she was oh my god like they think that was one of the victims so it's there's a lot of creepy stuff out there yeah seriously oh yeah do you want to touch on the conspiracy <laughs> theories oh sure so there are some co- conspiracy theories out there where they think he may have been part of like a dude gang that like <laughs> murdered a bunch of a women crew. together that's so creepy yeah. um there was one guy so all the victims were found in these burlap sacks mm-hmm. um and they weren't like the brown burlap sacks they were camo so they were like for hunting very festive um, very sorry festive. Was just like love camo yeah i mean when i think of a burlap sack i go straight to like the brown ones that we all know and then like yeah. the marilyn monroe photograph of her in the burlap sack yeah so yeah like that's where my farm wedding goes. or something yeah farm wedding yeah <laughs> you know like exactly rustic that. wedding detailing <laughs> i love that we think of weddings <laughs> i mean think of a we're, we're a part of the pinterest generation so i'm not i'm not that surprised but i love it i love yeah. it 
Um, well, okay. So this guy, Jimmy Bis- Bissett, I could have that wrong. I think it's Bissett. Um, he was friends and worked with Rex um, mm-hmm. as an architect. And he actually had a manufacturing company of burlap sacks. And he actually committed suicide after he found out that some bodies were found. So the police found that suspicious for a while. Yeah. Um, And there were a few other men connected to him that had killed themselves. So it's like, do they have a pact going? Were they feeling guilty or did they know they were going to get caught? Like, who knows? We might find a theme song here. I know. Um, so that's interesting. Um, let's see. What, oh yeah. We want to talk about like the things they found in his house because yes. that was a lot. <laughs> that that was, was a lot. I know we were talking about how, you know, those like people on TikTok who do the crazy Zillow listings that <laughs> find like sex dungeons in the basement or like church pews and like pink carpeting (laughs) furry walls and all those things rex's house was a bit different just a little it was creepy so they found like a dungeon in his basement like a lock it had like security locks and like i think it had noise canceling i don't know the walls were not weren't they yeah canceling yeah so that's creepy yeah um i mean that's not a normal situation it's not most people don't have dungeons in the basement no um they also found a life-size doll which was really creepy um it was in a glass case and it was not in his kids room so that so like on display yeah or who knows what he does with that Uh, like honestly it's like a dead body maybe to him Ew, I don't know. That's it, too dark. First, I don't, we don't need to. No, at first when you <laughs> told me that fact, I automatically went to like the, is it TLC? Or it's one of those that has like the My Strange Obsession. Mm-hmm. My or Strange Addiction, Addiction or whatever. And like yeah. all those. And you have like the guy who's married to his car and then the woman the who's in doll. a relationship with the carnival ride. And the blow up doll guy and all like wild stuff wild stuff which i mean those people i assume are harmless in that case but like why does this guy have this life-size doll and there were like no other like nothing all collections or anything so like he's not clearly not his kids yeah (laughs) clearly not like what does his family think of that i don't know so that's where I'm really interested with this is like, yeah. it's not like he was some single 59 year old guy who, you know, was just allegedly murdering these Craigslist sex workers. You know, it's this guy who has a wife and a family and mm-hmm. is finding the time to orchestrate all of this. Like so creepy waiting until his wife was taking the kids out of town or they were going away for a couple days or whatever it is. Like, how was he able to allegedly pull this off? Mm-hmm. Especially in the other states, if these murders are connected to him. Like, yeah. How was he doing all of this? It's crazy. Yeah. Like, I don't see how he could go 
to Vegas or South Carolina and somehow leave his family behind unless he was using excuses. Mm-hmm. But as an architect, it's not necessarily like you can say, or at least I don't Maybe, think you I could say know. like, I have to go to Vegas for a new job that's happening or something like that. Maybe that is something. I don't Maybe. know. I don't know. But it it just seems so crazy to me that she came out and said she'd had no idea about this. But if your husband is not, I mean, I obviously don't know what their relationship dynamic was, but your woman's intuition kicks in at some point and is like, something's not adding up here. Something's not right. Yeah, who knows? Maybe he just so, never shows them up. Like maybe. sociopaths are scary people who can I mean, yeah, he things. Could, I'm sure he turned it on for her and had a different who knows? personality. But to also think he has kids, it's like yeah, crazy to think. Yeah, how did that dynamic work? Like exactly. I want to know how he was with his kids and his wife. Like it, that's yeah. interesting to me. I'm sure more will come out. about it obviously and i mean she's divorcing him now so we'll see how that goes and like also how did she not think it was weird that he had over 300 firearms in his house oh yeah we forgot to touch on that like yeah i know i I said only 92 were registered but there that is why 200 more yeah, I mean, how is that normal? I don't know. Like, I'd be like, not... there's something going on here. Like, that's that's weird. Seriously, why do you need, like, an apocalyptic amount of guns in your house? Also, were they all in New York? Were they all at his ha- one house? Or were they, yeah, are they, they all scattered? in a in a case or something in his house. Yeah. So I wonder, then, if that's they go so and check out guns. his other homes, like, right. are there more? How many are there? what's going on like i don't know and the police were like anyone who has over a hundred guns like we flag as someone suspicious so that's, like, that's why always he stopped at 92 weird. to have them registered it's like that's an alarming <laughs> amount in itself like totally it's I so think weird one is alarming like same <laughs> yeah, like, i'm scared scare me yeah yeah <laughs> like oh my I don't, gosh it's just so just unbelievable feel, yeah and this poor family like the police have torn apart part the house like the couch was shredded like she can't go back in her house i i read an article about how the neighbors are all raising money for her because she doesn't mm-hmm. have money he like has it in his name and all this stuff so she oh yeah so it's all she's, like homeless mm-hmm. yeah it's got to be frozen so she's yeah. homeless traumatized if she didn't have any idea like mm-hmm. shocked also her kids are like traumatized I just can't imagine. I can't imagine. I would like, divorce him too. Yeah, right. I'd be out. <laughs> See ya. Duh. Like, love does not conquer all in this situation. No. Absolutely no. not. Oh my God. But yeah, I mean till murder does us part. Yeah. Till murder does us part. <laughs> it's a good one. I mean, and they just found the identity of the Fire Island Jane Doe that yeah. was also a part of this which is crazy in itself too. Like so many things are coming out now I know because of this. So I know you have some info on her, but it's just crazy to believe that this poor woman had been missing for over 30 years and now no identity, like, no identity. So sad. Yeah. Yeah. I have her name. Hold on. Got to look through my note. Hey, um, prepared. That's what's her important. name is. 
CBS News. Karen Vergata, and she was mm-hmm. from Manhattan. And actually, she was last seen in 1996 mm-hmm. um, at 34 years old. And she was working as an escort. Mm-hmm. Um, and no one reported her missing. And she was a mother. I don't Which, have a lot of information. That's strange about in case. itself, too, that yeah. no one reported her missing and she had a child. Like, who was the child with? Yeah, exactly. And her dad, apparently, who passed away, was looking for her, but never reported her missing or alerted the police. So it's very strange. Yeah. Um, I guess, yeah, there's a lot of, like, disregard for sex workers. So I'm mm. wondering if that was the reason why. They were yeah. just like, oh, she did something dangerous and is gone. Exactly. And then I was reading, too, that they found like her foot or like some remains of hers, but weren't able to get the DNA Mm. to match because it was so long ago. And now, now they do, they were able to be able to do it, but it's sad that it's taken this long, but it's hopefully bringing these families peace now. Yeah. That who are still with us, that they're able to know what happened to these. There's some family interviews that are pretty interesting to mm-hmm. hear about, like, especially with the torture that they were enduring from him, like yeah. calling them and stuff. I like, didn't know about probably that so, part, such a relief so for them. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll find out more. He's going to be appearing in court next on August 15th. So <laughs> Good. I'm sure more will be coming out between now and then but mm-hmm. just have to hang wait, on and see. and see so much oh. comes out every day i can't I wait know, really yeah. speaking of stuff coming out every day and <laughs> high profile separations i guess we should be heading into our pop culture section of more our fun more lighthearted <laughs> more lighthearted love it so we'll move on from murder to a lesbian love triangle <laughs> allegedly another alleged situation Mm-hmm. If you don't know what we're talking about, we are speaking on the, I guess, the OG of the BH, Miss Kyle Richards, and her alleged rumored love affair with 28-year-old country singer Morgan Wade. Now, if you follow Bravo like Kai's and I do, and it's practically our Bible, <laughs> um, Kyle Richards is the longest running star on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills from episode one, season one, which is kind of unbelievable. And they're going on to season 13 now, I want to say. Wow, yeah. Which is so crazy. Kyle's marriage to Mauricio Umansky was always a topic of conversation on the show. And now with all these rumors that started swirling about Kyle and Morgan, The couple came out with a, I guess, an official separation statement, which seemed to me pretty planned. Oh, yeah. At least from how I read it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Very curated. Very curated. And they're no stranger to these kinds of rumors coming up. I mean, we saw them throughout the seasons of the show. Yeah, they always seem so in love to me. Like, I know, I thought so too. And like a like very cute. normal life. Yeah. Yeah. And like Mauricio's goofy, always mm. high. Just like, I know. Like, oh my God. Yeah. That episode in, in where were they, Mexico with Dorit and TK? Yeah. And he's, he's like just stoned like, at the has table. no idea what's happening. Oh my God. I loved it. it was um, so good. 
They're really, they seemed really cute, but who knows? Like, you know, it's reality. Yeah, you TV. don't know they what get a blip behind closed doors. What they show us. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, I guess a little backstory on Kyle and Morgan. They met in February of two. They met in February of 2022 after Kyle became a huge fan of Morgan's music. Now, I've never heard of Morgan Wade until all this, but I guess I'm sure her Spotify listings have gone up. Um, They attended the iHeartRadio Music Festival red carpet together in September of 22, and they've gone on multiple vacations together. Um, And the biggest kind of spark in rumors came when it was shown that Kyle and Morgan had the same heart tattoo. Now in last season's um, reunion, Kyle mentioned that the tattoo meant so much to her and she wasn't going to go into a a lot of detail on it, but it means a lot. So that is interesting. And I mean, I find it also weird that like she stopped wearing her ring in the beginning of this year and then they have been like hiding her hand. Yeah. It's very strange. Like very much keeping them away. And then but it um, seems obvious. Like she's yeah. trying to. I don't know. But they also like put out the statement on July 4th. So like everyone's pretty busy that day if you live in the mm-hmm. US. Like interesting choice of day for that, um, in my mm. opinion. Yeah. But they're like still living under the same roof. Very weird. Which is odd in itself. Very Scandavali. Like, yes, very Scandavali. But the difference <laughs> is like, he works in real estate. Can't he just like go rent one of those homes? Yeah. Yes. Or like, they, can't, I'm sure they well, have can't one of them go to homes. Palm Springs and the other one go, because they have the house in Palm Springs. They have the house in Aspen. Like, can't one of them go somewhere? Wait, do you remember the medium from like 2010? Yes. Yes. He was like, she said he will never emotionally, emotionally fulfill, fulfill you. Oh, yes. And that was to Kyle. Yeah, I don't know. That was the sign. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. What I think he's Alex? been cheating for years, to be honest. But I think so too. I mean, all those rumors came no. out in the past. Like LVP talks about it. Mm-hmm. Probably my favorite. I love her so much. <laughs> uh, gotta love Lisa Vanderpump. Um, yeah. yeah. They talked about it like season four i want to say yeah like with all the magazines and then when was it you know they 20... posted something or there were rumors in 2020 that mm-hmm. they had split and that there was a cheating scandal and it was in people magazine and she just laughed it off she was like you guys love to talk about us it's so funny yeah and i mean that's which whatever yeah I mean, but that's so interesting. Like she reacted that way for so long. And then Mm -hmm. this time when people, when it started swirling, she had a totally different attitude about it. And then there was like a weird rumor where, um, do you remember Dana Wilkie, the, Mm -hmm. the $50,000 sunglasses lady? 25,000 or 25,000. Yeah. You like my sunglasses? 25,000. 25,000. Yes. She was funny. Um, she she posted about like Dorit having an affair with Mauricio. I remember And that was like last year or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I remember. Which is not, I don't think that's true, but I don't think that's true either. Dorit doesn't give off that vibe. No. She gives off a lot of vibes, but not that one. Right. 
Yeah. Homeless, not toothless. Or yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Homeless, not toothless. Yes. It's homeless, not toothless. Kathy. I die every time Dude, I hear every, that. Seriously. Every time I hear that, it's so funny. I just picture Dorit saying it. I know. And then I just picture Kathy with her like dentist tools. <laughs> so oh funny. Like, I love the cause, but the name, yeah, like, absolutely. come on. Yeah. Come let's, on. Let's work on a name. But yeah, I mean, it's just, this is so weird. Like it's, I feel it like weird. they're trying, I mean, the cameras have been picked back up to film. Yeah. So I really feel like they're trying to get the Scandaval effect on it, but nothing will ever like be. Like a Kershell moment. Do you know, Ooh, do you watch Selling yes. Sunset? And Kershell she's dating, like, moment. She's married now. now. Yeah, married. Yeah. yeah. Which is really cute. They're really cute together. Yeah, they're very but, cute together. But I was like. Yeah, it was a moment. Like they got mm-hmm. a lot of attention. G Flip probably made a ton of money. Like yeah. I didn't know who they were before. And but now I mean, Yeah, agreed. But like this isn't the first time something like this has happened. Like the scandal of it all. That was yeah. the first time Nuts. we were rocked. With rocked. That. Rocked. <laughs> like this doesn't have the same effect on me. No, not at all. It's so subtle. Like, yeah. I think it's silly how much she's clearly like milking the attention mm-hmm. and she's all like, don't, why are you guys talking about us? Like, it's so silly. We're friends. And then she'll be like, oh, by the way, I'm playing a love interest on your music video. Like, Yeah, exactly. It's like, um, <laughs> what is, I understand if she's trying to do it. like, yeah, she's totally playing into it. I understand if she's trying to do like a, if you can't beat them, join them thing, but it's too far yeah. gone down the road now that like, yeah there's no like laughing it off like you're either in this or you're not like what's the truth here and i don't, I don't feel like we're getting it and this yeah, is also after kyle has boasted do you remember that se- i feel like it was either last season or the season before where she was just like i need the truth from everyone like everyone needs to be honest no one's honest she's and it's very like, controlling too yeah, yeah. it's like yeah. can you be honest maybe like can what's you? happening here because this she is she loves weird. to control the narrative and that's mm-hmm. why i think this is like so hard for her because she's yeah. like there's all this gossip so i have to like do something to control it and make yeah. it positive and like but i don't know are they actually having an affair because that interview about the music video Mm-hmm. there was some sexual tension for sure i picked up on it they were like they tried to make it look like they're friends by crossing their legs the wrong the opposite way mm-hmm. like that body language but i totally picked up on some vibes like yeah and felt, speaking of body i mean she's gone through a whole body, body, body. transformation yeah and like and yeah and sober and all that which like mazel good for you good like for you so happy for you that you're feeling good in your body and like being sober is good for you but you don't just do all that because you're in a happy place and you just want to continue to be happier like clearly trying to make a change and like yeah yeah who knows like sobriety it could lead Mm -hmm. her to finding herself in a different way exactly exploring this other thing i mean she wouldn't be the first person yeah or maybe like an affair sparked the sobriety who knows Mm. no who knows i mean but i mean that's always a clear-cut sign that something's going on in a woman's life when their hair changes their body like something changes like Mm -hmm. dramatic like that Mm -hmm. so yeah definitely i mean i guess we'll see i don't know when the new season airs but 
I can't wait to see Cameras what happens. So we'll want to know the truth. We want to know the truth. Damn it! <laughs> Just tell us. Tell it's us. Hard. Oh man. Well, do we have any recommendations? Any TV shows? Any movies? Any books? Got anything? Oh my gosh. Hmm. I can't remember what I'm watching. Now. I do just you finished, have any? Yes, I just finished Blackbird on oh, yeah. Apple yeah. TV, which is a mini series based off the true story of Jimmy Keene, who was a um, drug dealer who the FBI used because he was so charismatic in jail. They placed him in another jail to get this um, alleged serial killer, Larry Hall, to confess to these murders. And he made, yes. he had gruesome murders. Yeah. Um, Taron Edgerton is in it. He's so cute. Like, just yes. watch it for him. Um, but it's the guy who so plays well the murderer, right? He's like, no, got that the guy, creepy voice. Yes, like, that guy. He's so, so good. Creepy. I mean, it's nominated for a bunch of Emmys. Like, I have to finish it. Yeah. I definitely, 10 out of 10, would recommend it's, the crowded room as well. We've been watching that and talking about it. It just ended. <laughs> I know. It was I'm sad. So it was good. Really good. Yeah. Tom Holland. Good. I mean, I had no idea Spider-Man could act that well. I, yeah. No clue. He was really good. And then, yeah, I don't know. All the trash TV, obviously. Yeah. And then I just finished a book too called The Last Word, which for any of you bookworms mm-hmm. like me is really good. It's about this woman, Emma Carpenter. Um, who moves to this like isolated island off the coast of um, Oregon. She's like house sitting for the winter and she reads, she pretty much like downloads all of the free eBooks on her Kindle. And she reads this one and gives it a one-star review and everything kind of starts going a little weird. What? Wait, what is it called again? The last word. The last word. I'm it is so good. I read it in like three days. It was so I like couldn't put it down. It was so good. It gets it's so suspenseful. Really good thriller. Keeps you on the edge of your seat the whole time. Check it out. Um, quick question: Have you been yes. watching New York? No, but okay. I love Jenna Lyons. You need to talk about it. Jenna Lyons is amazing. She's I love so Jenna great. Lyons. I'm actually loving it. So okay. I didn't expect to with all new cast, mm-hmm. but it's really good because it's like the OG vibe where they don't really know what to show and what not to show. And like, oh my God. it's really good. So we, well, we'll probably talk about maybe that. Maybe that's our next <laughs> topic will be because I know Ultimate Girls Trip is starting and that's a huge thing right now because it was supposed to be with the Caroline Manzo, Brandy Glanville season. Oh, and yeah. instead now they're putting the OG New York women's Ultimate Girls Trip. They're airing that yes. first and doing the Caroline Manzo one second. Because Brandy so, assaulted people. Because of the Brandy. Thing. Oh, Brandy. Oh, Brandy. You are not that oh, fine of a girl. Um, but she yeah. rough. <laughs> she rough. But yeah, I mean, maybe that can be our next one. Because there will be that. a next one. Oh, there will be. This was so good. I'm so proud of us. We did it. Our first <laughs> episode for... in the books. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for hanging on while we yeah. bullshit. <laughs> yes. And if you want to know how we do, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on your favorite platform and leave a review. If you enjoyed the show, please be nice to us. We'll post and- our social media links in the bio. 
Yeah, and maybe we'll let you follow us if you're lucky. Um, but stay <laughs> tuned for new episodes every other week. Even though we would love to do this weekly for you, Kaisa and I unfortunately have lives and jobs. Maybe eventually. To go to. Maybe eventually. That's With all your support. <laughs> yes. But we'll always be here to uncork the truth and cheers to the wild world of crimes and reality TV. Thanks cheers. for joining us. Bye.